I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey everyone, just me at the top of the show to say a few things few things so one the tickets are on sale for the live shows in melbourne so they're in november and december i know it's so far away but i'm only saying this because it's it's very full in there like we're going to try and get some more uh, seats in uh but it's it's great so thank you very much everyone who's bought tickets if you haven't bought tickets and you're in melbourne go to joshua.com.au and buy up the tickets uh $75 for a season pass all seven shows or 15 per show the other thing, I floated this on all my social media during the week, It is I might be making some T-shirts. So if you uh, are into the podcast, which if you listen to this, yes, you are, and you would like uh, a Don't You Know Who I Am T-shirt, I'm going to use one of the designs that uh, Celeste Potter, who does my posters, who's an amazing artist, she is doing a new poster for the upcoming season, and I think I'll use that image because it's going to be really cool. And so it won't have a big Don't You Know Who I Am on your T-shirt because no one wants to walk around. It's very aggressive to walk around with that on your T-shirt. So it'll be a subtle little Don't You Know Who I Am somewhere on it. But, uh, yeah, it'll be cool. So uh, hit me up if you would like one in terms of just because it's that thing of going, how many do I make? Do I want to have, like, boxes in my garage? And, you know, then I'm making, like, getting a whole bunch of different sizes. I won't be able to sell them. So I would like to do it. So, one, I'm not, you know, making too many. Let's let's help the environment out here. And also, yeah, so you can get them tailored to what your size is and I can do it that way. One more last thing. I did a uh, Patreon bonus episode this week, so you'll get that. I'm also going to do another one next week, and I'm going to reshuffle the the pay thing for that as well because I admit it's not something I've – because getting this up every single week is a lot. So the Patreon bonus episodes, I thought, oh, yeah, it'll be good. I'll just put the editor bits out, and now people have been doing the show so much they know what can go on and what can't go on. So I'm not really editing much out of the show. So I'm going to do it so – If you donate $5 a month to the Patreon, you'll get a bonus episode. So if you're giving more, you're still amazing. Thank you very much. But if you're only doing more so you can get the bonus podcast, I'm going to be nice here. does mean, though, I'm going to delete all the back bonus ones. So don't just go in and go five bucks now. Then you'll be able to listen to them all and then then piss off again. So uh, I'll be a new one out uh, in the next couple of uh maybe next week it'll be so it's very funny i've already written it i've got the people involved we just got to all sit in the room and do it so it's going to be a little bit different to just a normal show but it's very good you'll notice in this one there's only three uh guests and me uh had a late minute withdrawal no one's fault and at this time of year in melbourne there are so many people in edinburgh and uh so doing these at uh different times trying to get everyone involved takes a lot of work. So that's all I need to say. There you go. Enjoy this episode. It is super, super funny. Hopefully I see you around uh, at the live shows coming up later in the year and also maybe Perth and Brisbane. Hold tight. I'll be with you soon. Cheers. Cheers. 
and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and joining me this week are three very funny people. Let's meet them now. Our first guest shares her name with a Bunnings worker in Adelaide and a Melbourne woman who works at a hotel group, and me and this woman have seven mutual friends on Facebook. It's not you, though. It's a different, wow. it's a different person. But the one we have here is comedian Danielle Walker. Yay! Yay. Honestly, I would love a job at Bunnings. Bunnings? It would be a good job <laughs> at Bunnings. I'd love paint department. I love, look at that, mixing all the colours together. How old would you want to be? Like, I always see it as a nice retirement job. Oh, yeah, but I'd do it now, too. You'd do it now? If I'd, I'd do a day on the side. That'd be fun. <laughs> Mix up, take a few, few colours, accidentally make them a bit more the colour you'd like to take. And um, then be like, oh, sorry, i got to remix this one up for you. All right, so you're working there for a year. You're working there for a year. They come to you and go, hey, would you like to be in the ad? Would you do the ad? You, your comedy career is still going. Yeah. It's just you've worked there for a year. People might know you from the comedy. I'm already doing ads. <laughs> yeah, but would you do the Bunnings ad as just a, I work at Bunnings and it's a real good job? Yeah. You'd do it? Absolutely. You Bunnings know, you... is kind of a cool job, I think. I think it is too. It's fun. You just get to walk around looking at like screws and stuff, and <laughs> every time, every time I'm in office works, I think I would actually enjoy coming here every day, just yeah. looking at all the pens and paper. It's you other two can so talk, so by the way. You don't have to. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what a relief! <laughs> Crazy zany inputs. <laughs> I had a joke about the mutual friends. I had a joke about so many things. I what about me. screws? I don't know. <laughs> Walking around. Uh, don't work blue. Because um. <laughs> <laughs> I know for a fact that if you do those Bunnings ads, you only get paid your regular Bunnings shift. What? Yeah, crazy. So if it takes what? two hours, you only get paid the whatever you get paid an hour at 50 Bunnings. Bucks. Why didn't you factor that into the question? I wanted to and see if no, you're going to sign off on it. I'm not doing it then. <laughs> but you're already working at Bunnings. Yeah, but I'm not doing an, an ad for my regular mm. wage when if I do the mm. ad, I might have to sign a contract to say I can't do any other ads where I could get paid way more. Okay. It's crazy that the Bunnings ads are of the quality they are, though. That You'd think the people would just be like dead-eyed staring yeah. into yeah. the distance <laughs> going like, oh, Bunnings sucks. <laughs> no, but for them, they're, they're not having to work there for that time. They're like, oh, I, I get to film the ad today. This is going to take a couple of hours. I don't have to worry about wrenches and stuff. Yeah. People also get really excited about being on TV. They yeah. love it. My mum once sent me a clip of the news when it was flooding in Townsville. Like, have a look at this. And it's just my mum in the background underneath an umbrella looking at the water. You're <laughs> <laughs> not even talking. <laughs> Our next guest is a comedian who shares his name with a manager of a Target in Perth. And a replenishment manager in Reading in the UK. Can you please welcome us, Jack Druce? Yay! Hello, everyone. Did you know? I think we talked about the manager in Target last time you were on. I'm not sure. I probably brought this up last time, so if I did, I apologise. But my, the only person I know that I share my name with is the a character in a book who uh, gets. I think murdered by his son. Yeah, I think point. we talked about this and last time. Quite a while where if you Google Jack Drews, that was what came up. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm not booking this guy for a comedy show. He's, he's dead. <laughs> but I did like replenishment manager. So I'm wondering if it is of Target. No, there's separate okay. separate person. So the Target one's in Perth. This yep. one's in Reading. It just okay. says on his LinkedIn replenishment manager. So I was thinking, is that like he fills up the vending machines? Like, is that what a replenishment manager is? Like, it's my granddad who I'm named after. Yeah. Was the uh, <laughs> <laughs> replenishment runs in the family. <laughs> Our next guest is a comedian and actor whose IMDb star rating 
went up 130,000 places this week. What? Yeah. Can you please welcome back to the podcast, it's Stu Dolman. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why? I don't know how it works, but like there, there are no other, no other Stu Dolmans I could find on the internet. Yeah. So what I, then I do is I go to IMDb to mm. see if there's anything there that I can work with, and I check everyone's star rating. Wow. And it is wild. It's either up 100,000 places or yeah. down 200,000 places. There's, It's like they... Do you know the scoring in pinball, which is like you've done one thing. Oh, you've got a million uh, points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what the star rating just is. Hit, yeah, yes, my name shoot. hit a bar. Don't feel so yeah. good about yourself. <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> um, there's another guy. There is another Stuart Dolman in the UK, but he he's I think he like li- lives in an island. Lives in an island and lives in a in a caravan park. Oh, so he, well, he doesn't have Facebook and he doesn't have LinkedIn. Oh, I must have deleted it then because oh. I remember looking for Stu, Stuart I c- Dolman. Yeah, I couldn't find him. Okay. Now, listeners of the show, regular <laughs> listeners, would know we normally have four guests this week. No fourth guest. So I'm playing, baby. All right. <laughs> so some of these questions will be about me. So when you when we play the games, factor that in. It could be me. I can't buzz in though. In um, who do you share a name with? Uh, there's a footballer who used to play, uh, like, uh, soccer player. Oh yeah. Who used who used to play for Preston. He now plays for another team. He just got traded, but he hurt his uh, knee in his first game for the club in the first 15 minutes. And uh, editor of Deadliest Catch. Oh, he's won five Emmys, mm. wow. and he listens to the show. So hi, really? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, because someone tagged him in and said, "Hey, this comedian has your name." Yeah, and then he listened. He watched me do a spot on YouTube and yeah. liked it. Okay, and then tracked me down on Facebook. There you go. Great show, Deadliest Catch. Big yeah. shout yeah. out. Go to Deadliest Catch. Good, good. Is that good the one dude. with the big crabs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fishing for crabs. So he's just it's editing fun. it. He's Grabbing. not on the boats though. Well, oh, oh, he's got the best job then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He gets all the drama Josh come across his desk. <laughs> if you're listening, Josh, hook us up with a crab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You want a big crab. Yeah. Thanks, Josh. Ooh. All right, our <laughs> first game today is called Social Me Me Media. I'll read out status updates by the four of us. You have to buzz in and tell me who you think tweeted it. Your names are your buzzers. If you get it correctly, you get a point. If you're incorrect, the person actually wrote the tweet, they get the point. Wow. So you can't buzz in for your own ones. Poker face is on. First one is this one Scooby Doo's full name is Scoobit Doo. Danielle. Yes, Danielle. Druce. You are correct. Yes, Boom. it was Jack Druce, yes. <laughs> Good one. That was great. Thank you, dude. Yeah, Scoobert. <laughs> <laughs> As I was writing this, I really wanted to just, I would walk around afterwards and scoob, scoobit do. Scoobit, scoobit do. All right. Question two. Consider this the first tweet of the rest of my life. Jack? Yes, Jack. Uh, Stu? You are correct, yes. A point there for Jack. Hey, wow. Yeah. That's not, yeah, good, good thanks, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard not to read your tweets in your voice, though, as well. Mm. Uh, okay, that's, uh, is that a good thing? Or? That's a good thing, yeah. Okay. You've got a voice. When I read your tweets, I'm like, I can just picture you, Broden Kelly, yeah, yeah. who was almost going to do this podcast, but he was busy. Every time I read his uh, Facebook Updates. And Ronnie Chang, which I won't do an impression. (laughs) (laughs) Question three. Hotel shower caps can eat my shit. Stu. Yes, Stu. Danielle. Yes, you are correct. Yes. (laughs) Everyone's off the mark. It's good. (laughs) You don't like them? No, they're like cling wrap. 
They don't keep your hair dry at all. I think if you've got short hair, like an EAU, as soon as I put my luscious, heavy hair in that cap, it's pulling the cap right off. Because my wife, is she loves them. She, she thinks they're the best. Nah, she's wrong. <laughs> Tell her she's wrong. Because when I was on Roadshow one year, I was on Roadshow for four weeks and we stayed in hotels, different hotels pretty much every night. I, would, I got every single hotel shower cap and everyone else on the cast gave them to me. And so when I got home, I gave her like 80 shower caps. She Whoa. hated the environment as well, yeah. she? <laughs> well, they've already been made. Like, yeah. She loved them. It's like a, a waterproof jellyfish for your head. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's not waterproof. It's, it's not waterproof. No, it falls straight off. Really? It, it, and the, it doesn't hold – it's terrible. Yeah. Everybody – I've never Except for one. your wife, <laughs> agrees that they're bad. Shower cap, more like shower crap. Give <laughs> Sorry. Give more to <laughs> Thank you. Apology accepted. Okay. <laughs> Question four. I'm a strong advocate for boomers on scooters. Danielle. Yes, Danielle. Stu. You are correct. Yay. Yes. Another point there for Danielle. I did your tip. Imagining who whose voice. See, I wrote all this when Broden was still involved, and so I thought I could imagine Broden saying that. Yeah. Can you imagine Broden saying Boomers on scooters? I love someone listening to this who doesn't know who Broden is. It's like, did they not book a pirate or Mountain Man? What a guy from Deadliest Catch. All right, question five. Monopoly is the only time you can be the richest guy in town and have only one shoe. Oh, I heard Stu first. Okay, I'm going to say Jack. You are correct. Yes, another point there for Stu. Cool. Yes. What, are you involved in this round? I am involved. Okay, yeah, sorry. Were well, you going to say me? No, but I just remembered that, I that it could have oh, been yeah. you. Even after I gave the point to Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's, your, what's your Monopoly character of choice? Um, oh, that's a good question. I don't, probably that, um, that uh, you know, the, there's a submarine. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Submarine is a submarine piece. Yeah, I think so. Holy moly. If there's a submarine, then that's my choice. Oh, maybe I'm playing a different game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing Battleship. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I was like, yeah, the bishop normally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um no, I could normally get the hat, I reckon. The hat? The yeah. top hat? I'm at the little dog. I'm oh, the dog yeah, as well. It's cute. Yeah, it's cute. I'm the... What do you mean, of course? <laughs> <laughs> of course you're the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Could they work? Because on the iron, yeah, of course. Of yeah. course the iron. Such a nice a little Scotty dog. But it's funny when you kind of you're playing a game, playing a little cute Scotty dog, but you're bankrupting your friends. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a mean little dog. I actually think I, I've been out of the dating scene for years. I think that would be a good question to ask. You know, getting to know you. If you were a Monopoly piece, which oh, yeah, piece would yeah. you be? Let me just write that down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See how you go. Yeah. Okay, question six. How funny would it be if your favourite singer in the world was Lenny Kravitz? Danielle. Da- yes, Danielle. You. Yes, Yay. that is me, yes. <laughs> it would be funny. Th- yeah, yeah, I mean, who? Like, he's not terrible, but he's not great. So yeah. have him as your yeah, favourite. huge Lenny yeah. Kravitz fan. Yeah. Yeah, that is. <laughs> You're lining up for her Lenny Kravitz tickets. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that is weird. I want to get away. So he's, yeah. like, he's got a couple of songs and then American it's like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question seven. When grapes had seeds, I didn't eat grapes. Jack? Yes, Jack. Danielle? Yes, you are correct. Yes, wow. Jack. Yes. We, know, th- we seem to know each other quite well. Yeah. yeah. No one's got a single point wrong yet. It's weird how seeing each other a few nights a week, <laughs> every week for years. Does that? <laughs> <laughs> lady's got opinions on grapes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They are terrible with seeds. you got to spit all the seeds oh, out. Oh, yeah, definitely. You can't eat yeah. that on the no. go. 
No. I get angry these days if I have a mandarin with pips in it. Oh, tell me. Sometimes they say on it, these are seedless mandarins and you bite it and it's got a pip. Should take it back. Half eaten, just the pips. Spit, yeah. spit the seed right in their eye. Not as bad as olives that are meant to be pitted that have uh, the pips in them. That's the, the oh, that's, that's a tooth problem. Yeah. That's gonna kill you. What? Yeah. Which? What's that? The pip of the olive. 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 Oh yeah, yeah. No, oh, yeah. you got it. God, d pip that olive. I feel like yeah. I heard so many legends, like when I was a kid, about eating seeds of different fruits <laughs> that would like you die if you get a bit of watermelon, so, like stuff like that. Yeah, it like, grows if, in your stomach. If yeah. any of those were true, there would be so many dead kids that are like. <laughs> Surely they're not all instant poison. Yeah. I bit into a dried apricot once and uh, half a worm. Half a worm? The other half was obviously in me. I spat it out, but, you know. It was in me. You see it. Yeah. (laughs) It's in me. Got it out. That's why now if I eat a dried apricot, you know how they got that like slit in the middle? Yeah. You, mm. you open your butterfly oh, yeah. and just it? check the middle. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> no that's words. what you because that's what you bit into that with the actual pip still in there. No, I said dried apricot. Yeah. Listen, I got next confused. Time. <laughs> First day. <laughs> Question eight. Stand up is the stupidest art form. The value of a painting isn't decided by drunks Stew. who don't know how they ended up at an art gallery and have never seen a painting before and they're yelling at the painting. Stu. Yes, Stu. Jack Drew. You are correct, yes. Any of the ones that sound kind of smart. Any real nerd content. <laughs> I quoted this tweet the other day. This is from last year, but I quoted it the other day to someone saying it's so true. Yeah, absolutely. It is so oh, true. Okay. I love it. Didn't quote it on Twitter, but just a retweet. Yeah. <laughs> I think I gave it a retweet. <laughs> but it is like trying new material to people who don't even know why they're there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a nightmare world for ourselves. <laughs> All right, question nine. Realising no matter how funny I think I am, nothing is as funny as seeing a man at the urinal with his pants all the way down to his ankles. Daniel. Okay, yes. you, go, you know you go first. Go, Danielle. Josh Earl. You are correct. That's another yes, point for Danielle. I was going to say Stu. Oh. <laughs> and then he buzzed in. Oh, damn it. And then I knew. You, I was like, Jack doesn't do blue. <laughs> <laughs> is this blue to you, is it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, yeah, sort of. Pants pants around your ankles. <laughs> <laughs> that is blue. What are you talking about? Now, you wouldn't have seen this, though, Danielle. No. Sometimes some men, occasionally you see it, once every couple of years. Are they just drunk? Is that what? Yeah, or their pants have fallen all the way down. They can't be bothered picking oh, them up. So, that's so sad. But also it's how that. little kids go to the toilet. Like yeah. They pull them all yeah. the way down and then, yeah. It's an Adam Sandler movie where he's doing that in the posters. Adam, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Big Daddy. Yeah, yeah. Big Daddy. So gross, though, because that's yeah. where all, like... Have you been? I would never let my clothes touch the floor of absolutely, a public toilet. Absolutely yeah. right. Absolutely right. There's two things really gross about men's urinal activities, right? First, that. Well, that one. No, there's three actually. There's the a one, lot more than that. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> these are three main ones. There's that. The second one is uh, when you wear shorts and you go to the urinal. You, someone comes up next to you and just pisses into the urinal and just splashes on your legs. Yeah. Oh. Full on, right? And then the other one is uh, the uh, when it's winter, right? The urinal, because of all the warm piss, oxides. So then you're pretty much breathing in oh, urine oxide. Yeah. No. The other thing. <laughs> oh no. The other thing I find. Oh no. <laughs> now I I don't know how anyone would be so drunk they need to do this, but quite often you'll see people at the urinal just leaning up yeah. against it with yeah. their arms up against the wall. Just like they pissing. make it like they're gonna yeah. make it yeah. out with the wall. Yeah. But sometimes people do that and they haven't been drinking. Yeah. Like you'll see it sometimes old men in like a supermarket. Yeah, train station. Like, yeah. Why are you yeah. touching anything 
there that exactly. you don't need to. Exactly. Like, and there's mm. leaning on there and, yeah, I don't know. It's like they've just finished a triathlon or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Unless you need a yeah. cane to walk. Yeah. There's no reason to do that. I, when I was a – I used to like to pee standing up when I was a kid because um, my granddad he would have a fire and then he'd get up mid-fire, not say anything, walk over, pull his pants down and just pee in the corner. And so whenever he'd do it, I'd get up and go stand beside him and pee standing up next to him. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit differently up in Queensland. <laughs> it's very cool. hard because I, like with my kids, quite often I have to take them to public toilets because they're like, I just have to go now. And for a long time, my oldest eight, and I'm like, just go with your mum because those toilets are a lot cleaner than because you just get to go in a cubicle. And he was like, no, I'm too old to be going into the women's toilets. I'm like, yeah, fair enough. We walked in and there was an old dude <laughs> in the cubicle with the door open and he just soiled his nappy. So he was taking <gasps> his adult <laughs> and my son saw it and would not look away. And I'm like, Ollie, Ollie, look this way, look this way, look this way. And he was like, what's going on there? And I'm like, it's all right. He's just had an accident. It's fine. He'll clean it up. But it was like the most horrific sight I've ever seen. Just an old man <laughs> just <laughs> cleaning up his mess. Did you see yeah. the shit in the nappy? Yeah, because he was oh. like, because yeah, he was standing up to take it off. And Why didn't he shut the fucking door? <laughs> exactly. And bring it to the front. So taking off this way. So it went through oh, his old, no. so his old he man balls. He balls like, in the shit, didn't he? <laughs> oh, yuck. 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 Gross. Yuck. Yucky. That is gross. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our last question for this round. I don't understand how fighters deal with constantly being punched in the face. I sometimes want to end it all when I have bad pins and needles in my leg. Stu. Yes, Stu. Danielle. You are correct. Yes, that was a perfect round. That's never happened before on oh, the show. Really? Yeah, no one's ever got, like the group of people never got all, all right. Wow. All right. Good well team, man. Pat on the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job on your distinctive tweets. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought, cause I know Jack is into MMA fighting as well. Yeah. And I know you are. So I thought maybe you might go for. Yeah, maybe. I was hoping you'd pick yeah. Drews. No, I was going to pick you, but then ah. I just went. Danielle, because that's a tweet about someone who doesn't get fighting. But I didn't know you guys liked MMA, so it's really <laughs> roll the dice. <laughs> but how? What do you mean? Don't, what do you mean? Everybody can understand that being punched <laughs> in the face will be shit. Yeah, absolutely. How do they do that? I don't know. Yeah, no, exactly. I can't even. Oh, sometimes yeah. I think about because you can. You know how you can just tap out. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, but that's somebody... not good if you've got something to do as well. Oh, yeah, no. If it was oh, your you career... mean in the yeah. fight, you just tap out. Yeah, yeah oh, in okay. the fight. Like if somebody said you've got a fight, yeah. as soon as the person walked in, as soon as they went like, it's time, I'd be like on the ground <laughs> tapping out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ow! Don't touch me! <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like stunned where, because like fighters, they always say the worst part about it is the cutting weight to make weight yeah. for the fight, <laughs> where you see them cutting weight and it's literally them like... Drinking a smoothie in a sauna. Yeah. And then we cut to the fight and they're just on the ground getting their face elbowed. Yeah. <laughs> this is not so bad, actually. <laughs> yeah, that sauna sucks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, at the end of the first round, the scores are me on zero points. I didn't get off the mark. Uh, Jack on two points. Stu on four points. And also on four points is Danielle. Hey. Yeah. All right, this round is called Love is a Many Splendid Thing. So it's a new round. Old rules. Now, they say that love is a many splendid thing until, well, it isn't. And to this round, we're talking about breakups. So today, we're talking about a breakup that I had. Now, at age 22, 
I left Tasmania for the dazzling lights of Melbourne, but left behind a girlfriend. I returned two weeks later on Valentine's Day, where she turned up to my gig holding hands with her ex-boyfriend. The next day I had to go around to her house and collect a suitcase. But what made this even worse? Was it A, when I opened up my suitcase, she had cut up all my band t-shirts? B, when I opened it, the whole bag and its contents were mouldy? Or C, some of my clothes were missing and a friend of mine later told me that my ex's new boyfriend was wearing my old clothes around Launceston. Now, one of these is true. One of these is the real thing. You can ask me as many questions as you want, but bear in mind, I want you to get it wrong so I get your points. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Well, what's the humidity like in Tasmania? This was in summer, so it was Valentine's Day, so February, so it yep. was still very warm. Okay. What's your, what's your not, humidity not that, percentage like? Not, not high. Okay. Not like your Townsville humidity. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was checking because yeah. I've had yeah. shoes go moldy yeah. up there. That's a good question, Danielle. Yeah. Thank no you. No wonder you're on four points. Yeah, you would think I'd tweet like Drews from that question. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, what's your what band t shirt? What band? Because there's a couple of questions resulting in the band, like band yeah. t shirts and band t shirts. What band t shirts? So were? it would have been the year was 2004. Yep. So it would have been bands like The Strokes or The Kings of Leon or The Libertines. Okay. Yeah. Any Triple J t-shirts in there? No, I didn't think I didn't didn't, didn't have the, a Triple J drum. t-shirt. No, okay. I would have about four years ago. Yeah, and then I got to the age where I'm like, I don't listen to Triple J. Yeah, I yeah. listen to yeah. Spotify. Double J. I'm <laughs> yeah. a Double J guy. <laughs> I was going to say Triple R, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, so was her ex who may or may not have been wearing these shirts? Yes. Is this guy in any way sort of in the same? like community or attached to a circle of friends that you were running in? Yeah, so it was Launceston, so it was quite a small little town. And so he was in a band as well. And yeah. I did kind of music but more comedy impro stuff. And then so it was all the same circle. So it was all the right. creative. So there was in Launceston there's this thing called Taz Dance, a dance company, mm. and they attract all the creative people in town pretty much and you'll kind of just hang out around that Taz Dance. That Taz Dance. In Lonnie. Right. In, in Launceston, yeah. Okay. Okay. And so how, I definitely knew it. how long had you been together with? We'd only been together for like two months. Okay. And so I'd already planned the trip to Melbourne. So I'd come to Melbourne f first. I'd had a big breakup, which was four and a half years. Mm -hmm. Moved to Melbourne. Didn't plan it well at all. Just slept on people's couches for two months. Mm. Whose couch did you sleep on? Uh, my friend Jimmy. Yep. And my uh, friend Stu. Yep. And... Uh, and I also stayed on a at the Carlton Cemetery for a night. Really? Oh. Yeah, because Stu, when I was going to Stu's house, he said, just call me, get this tram, and call me when you're there. So I went and saw a band and got the last tram out. Mm. I didn't know where his house was, so I called him and his phone wasn't answering. Yeah. And he'd gone to bed and gone to sleep and had his phone on silent. So I just walked up and down Carlton and thought, I can't do this. This is actually dangerous. Okay. Yep. And so I had no money to get a taxi anywhere or a hotel. So I just thought I'll just jump the fence and that'll be a quiet place. To sleep. <laughs> that is such <laughs> yeah. you weren't drunk, were you drunk? I was pretty drunk. Yeah, but yeah, I wasn't yeah. like That's logic. That's I wasn't logic. like out of my mind drunk. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, all right, what do yeah. I do? So but I went it's in tipsy there. logic. Yeah. And then he called me at six because he had like eight missed calls and called me and I'm like, I'm like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm at the cemetery. I didn't sleep though. I was just there. Yeah. And then he said, I'll just come down this street. I was like literally like hundred meters from his house. Yeah. 
I feel wow. like seeing yeah. you sleeping in this like if I saw someone who was like a real goth looking kind of like <laughs> crazy metalhead type person sleeping in a cemetery, yeah. I'd be like, oh, that's fine. But just like just a normal 22 year old yeah. man yeah. in a checked shirt, just yeah. lying yeah. there. Yeah. Also, so yeah, I've seen you do yeah. comedy club for kids. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I was there two months, and then I organised who I was going to live with, and then I went back to Melbourne, and they found the house that I was going to move into, and I had two months in Tassie. Like I'd working a little bit and then went over. So in that two months, me and this girl got together. And what did you do that for? Because we were young. We were young <laughs> and it was fun. It was yeah. a summer fling. He's sleeping in graves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Rock then, and roll, man. <laughs> and so the night we had a great summer. It was so much fun. And then the night before I left, she went very cold on me and said, "I'm sick of this shit." And just turn her back on me and I didn't talk to her the rest of the night. Then in the morning, I got her to drive me to the airport. I she had, drove you to the airport? She drove me to the airport. We wow. didn't really talk in the car. Okay. I was trying to make conversation. She was like, no. Nah. I got there She'd probably, and I had two suitcases with me and I weighed them and went, well, you've got to pay 300 something dollars for the 300 bucks? Well, I had packed everything in two suitcases, didn't weigh them. And so it was... <sighs> And so I said, I Whoa, can't afford this that. Is I'd be sick of that planning. shit too. Yeah. So I, I, I said to her, I said, can you just take this suitcase back with you and I'll get it off you when I, um, you know, come back in two weeks. Yeah. So I had a gig at a thing called Festivali two weeks later. Okay. So, so. did you break up to move Not, over? Or no. You, okay. So My plan was that she would maybe want to come and live in Melbourne. And then when I landed in Melbourne, I called her and it was kind of weird, but it was like, and then I called her two days later and I was like, oh, what are you doing? And she was like, I'm just hanging out with his ex-boyfriend. How long have they been together for? They'd been together for about two years beforehand. Okay. okay. They broke up. Uh, they were broken up for about six months. And then she got with me. And then they were back hanging out. So, okay. okay. I can imagine why she'd be quite pissed off. Because, like, you've just flown to Melbourne <laughs> oh, yeah. and you've started <laughs> sleeping in cemeteries. No, I'd slept in cemeteries beforehand. And then I'd come over. But yeah. I, was sleep- I was in a house. Okay. Now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm ready to answer. Yeah, me too. So. Well, what do you guys think? C. C. You think yeah. C that he was wearing my clothes? Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying I'm saying mold. You saying mold? I think you're the type of guy who sleeps in the grave. <laughs> <laughs> you're leaving your shirt a bit damp. Is checks out. <laughs> the correct answer was B. It was mold. Oh, so a point there for Jack. But two points for me. I'm off the mark. Yeah. Because <laughs> what? Well, she lived in a caravan on her parents' house, like her parents' property, and. I said the suitcase. So she wanted to have a suitcase in a caravan that takes mm. up so much room. Mm. So she just put it under her parents' house and it was Tassie, so it rained oh. and it got all wet. But then it was hot because it was summer. And so oh. it was like Yuck. hot. Yeah. And so when I opened it up, <laughs> gross. everything in there, like I went around to her house. She wasn't there. Uh, her mum said, oh, is that the suitcase downstairs? Okay, take it. Yeah. So I wheeled it back oh. to... Do you know the Royal Oak Hotel? Have anyone been to the Royal Oak Hotel? When Launceston? Yeah, Launceston. I was staying there, and it's so depressing, but I was just there for two nights because I was doing the Festivali and opened up my suitcase. I I didn't take any clothes back with me because I'm thinking, I'll just have these clothes that are in that bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And opened it up, and it was just all mold. Everything was so moldy. So there's no, no, like, bit of... 
spray. I chucked it all in, in the, the bin. Wash. Oh no, suitcase and all. But there was like, but hold on, but you you threw out a couple of red herrings there because you're talking about bands a lot, and Moldy didn't have anything to do with them. It's the only one with no band reference. That, that was that was only in question one. It was a cut my band t-shirts. That was. But he was wearing a band t-shirts around the town, wasn't he? That's a, that's uh, a, that's, doesn't matter. That was the option C. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the right one was the one with no band. No band. Pick up. Yeah. <laughs> that was another thing. I don't know what sort of person is just cutting the band T-shirts. Like, well, she knew I nice. liked music. I was thinking maybe that would be her way. She yeah. wouldn't have to do that. She was lovely. Yeah. Anyway, uh, at the end of the round, <laughs> <laughs> the scores are: I'm on two points, Jack's on three points, Danielle on four points, and Stu also on four points. Woo! Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay. Right. This round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, I read out a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you will say nah. You can ask them as many questions as you want because you want to get their point. You get a point if you get it right. A point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So to Jack. Now, Stu here has a habit of picking up used lotto tickets on the ground and taking them into the newsagents to get checked. He's done this at least 10 times and has never, ever been successful. Yeah or nah? <laughs> <laughs> and I can... You're asking as many questions as you want. Yes. Um, have uh, have any of them worked out? Sorry if you covered that in a question. No, no. That's a good question. None of them. Because maybe he wasn't listening. Yeah, none of them. Um... I don't know what to. I don't know what question could be because to me the question I'm asking in my brain is like, is Stu just an insane brub or not? That's the only. Was this something you did as a kid? Did uh, you do this as a no, kid? No, no, no. I think I've probably started doing it probably last three or four years. Um, yeah, I'll, sometimes like even lottery tickets, like it's wet. Yeah, and I'll put it somewhere to dry, and then I'll take it into the news agent, get it scanned. Yeah, but never wins. Would you ever? Do you do you just do it when you find one, or do you sort of stockpile them a bit and go in with a bunch? No, whenever I find one. Like I recently, most recent one was probably in Perth. Was like the fifty million one, and it was like, ah, oh, I just found it on the street, and I forgot to buy one. So then I was like, I'll put it in my pocket, let it dry for a couple of hours, walk around the city. And then I took it in and I scanned I scanned it and I didn't win. To be fair, though, most lottery tickets don't win. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm a bit of a dreamer, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, like that, in my mind, that might, like that's a magical story. So I'll keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's magical or disgusting. I know. <laughs> just depends if you win or not. <laughs> well, you just hear all these stories like, I don't know, as a kid you hear about lotto tickets like, Oh, he swapped this for a barramundi at the shops, <laughs> yeah. and, we, then, and then he wins some twenty million dollars. We had there was one that was like, you know how they can tell you which post office yeah. it was yep. sold from. Yeah, when I was growing up in Townsville, it was like it was sold from I think the Wool, Woodlands 
whatever mm. news agency and then um, they think that so they, they found the man was like one of those people signed up mm. and they so they could work out it was his ticket but he'd lost his ticket. Oh. So he was like, oh, I did a dump run. So <gasps> then everybody in Townsville was just in at the dump. <laughs> wow. I went over the dump looking through everything. Did they find it? I don't know. So I he, think, well, he couldn't I think I found get it, it even though... <laughs> No, actually, so not get his money. this could be an urban legend. Yeah, because yeah. that yeah, you surely you if can you've just because if you got the email, yeah, you've won. Bring in the ticket. Oh, I don't have the ticket anymore. Oh well, yeah, because yeah, I isn't, it's like something like four or five billion dollars worth of unclaimed lotto money. That's isn't crazy. It? Yeah, because I I I've always put a, a like a dollar like one bet on anything that's like seventy million or above. Weird thing because it's yeah. like mm. number one. I'm like. Well, I'll only ever put one dollar on because if I'm gonna win, I'm gonna mm. win. It doesn't yep. matter if yep. I put fifty dollars or one dollar on, I'm gonna win. But also, pff, I don't want your loose change. <laughs> Seventy million plus, please. Yeah. Because <laughs> my dad always buys a lot of tickets every single week, and he every time it's a big one, like fifty million. He goes, oh, if I win, I'll give you kids all like five million dollars each. And I'm like, don't say because if you do, yeah. that is a lot of money. Yeah. Like, yeah. You. No, absolutely. If I if I win, and if I use one of these used lot of tickets, well, you know these tickets that I find on the ground. If I win, I'm not telling anyone about it. <laughs> I could have won already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna oh, no. say no. <laughs> <laughs> if you have one, thank you very much for coming to my podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, there's nothing at stake here. I'm oh, just. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say I feel like nah. I'm saying nah. You don't do that. You are incorrect. Oh, that was yeah. That was a real thing that Stu does. <laughs> Sorry if I implied you're an insane bro. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you win a lot of money. Yeah, I would. He's a dreamer. When you yeah. said you did that, I was like, I need to start looking at the gutters more. <laughs> no, well, like I need to keep an eye on. I, I don't like looking gutters. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, like it's like, it's like if it's, it's there, like I'll see, I walk past and go. I think that's a lot of ticket. And then I'll pick it up and I go, yeah, it's a lot of ticket. It hasn't been checked. All I right, put it in my pocket. Don't and think I've ever seen a lotto ticket lying around. I don't know why they're always around me. And I that's even why. more fake if it just appears. You're yeah, like, that's oh, what I mean. This has got to be. Yeah. Sometimes I'll double back because like, sometimes I tell myself, you've got to stop doing this. Uh, I and then, <laughs> then I'll double back and go, no, I'm going to pick it up. Yeah. I once in Geraldton in WA found 50 bucks on the ground yeah. and just put it in my pocket, but then looked around as if, I, am I being filmed? Is this mm. some kind of mm. a current affair sting? It's like, yeah, yeah. And Nothing. You're not That's doing like, anything yeah. wrong if there's fifty dollars yeah. on the ground. I know, Absolutely. but I did. There's nothing feel wrong like, with that. And you see money no on the ground. That's around. your money. There was yeah. no one else around. Yeah, and I was like, oh great, fifty bucks. Yeah. I found fifty dollars yeah. outside my apartment door. Great. When I was drunk, yeah, and I walked up and I saw I was like, oh, I was quite drunk though yeah. as well. So the next day I thought about it and I was like, honestly, it was probably just mine when yeah. I was getting my key. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now apologies to listen. Ever said this before, but once uh, my when my mum was visiting, she was staying in Docklands, and we went took the kids to see her in a park, and one of my kids had to do a wee. Went into the bushes, and there was a hundred bucks in the bushes. Boom. Yeah, Boom. and Boom. then the rest of the time. My mum, me, and both my kids were just trying to find money in the bushes mm. because it's quite yeah. near the casino. So we're yeah. thinking someone's one big, they've walked home, they've gone to do a piss. Yeah, it's coming out of their pocket. Bucks. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I've I've had because I work like sometimes for man with a van, so like we move heaps of furniture and stuff. And my dream is to find ten k. Wouldn't you have to <laughs> give it to the? <laughs> like, no, just like in an the old house, furniture, yeah. just like look through it. <laughs> You At know. that point, you may as well just be breaking into houses <laughs> yeah. and stealing that yeah. like, It's the same thing, really. Okay, so Stu got the point now to Stu. When Danielle was in high school, a toilet at the school was filled with sand. An assembly was held and they asked for the person responsible to step forward. No one did. Danielle and her friends were obsessed with this story, but no one ever admitted to it. 
They now believe that it was the cleaner who just wanted to get out of the work for the day. Yeah or nah? Okay. So do they find out who was responsible for the sand? Never. They never did. Um, how much sand, like, where, up to the where in the toilet? Up was, to the brim. Up to the brim. Up to the brim. <laughs> so it was like, <laughs> like, it was a like a litter box. A, yeah, like a kitty litter box. <laughs> okay. Funny sight to see, to be honest. Uh, well, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine to the? (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, you imagine like it's like the when you think about it, you keep on imagining like you know the mummy movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. How it's like a a whirlpool of sand that gets sucked down. You imagine your shit going down the sand whirlpool. (laughs) Yeah, but never, never got to see. Yeah, it's like um, that thing in Star Wars that someone falls Uh, down. (laughs) 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 Um, Okay, tell me about the cleaner. What's what was he? Why was he so fed up? Well, we just think he wanted a day off. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like a cleaner with a cleaning job. It was just my friend's dad, so he just sort of like did a lot around the school. Yeah, like he'd clean, he'd clean up messes. Yeah, um, yeah. and also just like fix stuff. Okay, because we had a pretty small school. So you only had one toilet? No, we had like girls and boys toilets. It was just okay. a toilet, so and they a wanted toilet. to know who did it. So a cleaner. Filled up a toilet with sand so he could have the day off. We reckon because they were doing like a, at the assembly, they were like, shut down the school, nobody's going nowhere. You know, like also it happens as well. I don't know if my school is a particularly bad school. Yeah. But when people smear shit on bathroom mirrors to write stuff, Mm. same thing. You know how you get like bored in and they're like, everybody sit down, we need to figure out who's put shit. (laughs) It's so weird though because the cleaner... In order to get the day off, is making work for him. So if, well, if there not, was a, if there's a toilet filled with sand, I'm I mean, calling the cleaner. You got to get the plumber in for that. The plumber. You can't be getting the 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 toilet's fucked. <laughs> Once you fill a toilet up to the brim with sand, it's fucked. No cleaner's fixing that. <laughs> you got a plumbing issue then, big time. You need to go through fix all the plumbing in the school because you got sand. You turn on a shower, I assume sand's going to come sand. out now. Sand. Yeah, wash your hands. Sand. <laughs> sand hands. <laughs> um, I'm going to say not true. You are correct. Another point there for Stu. Not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> it just it doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Well, I this like... is. You've stitched yeah, me up. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, though, it would get the plumber in and then you wouldn't have to. He wouldn't be able to work that yeah. day. Yeah, well, I was also also good cover because my school was very small. We were the foundation grade. So um, it was like uh, when I started year eight at my school, we were the oldest grade. And then every year we'd be the oldest. So the next ah. year it would be eight, nine. And, I'd be, and so they were constantly building new buildings everywhere. So it was just a work site for a lot of the time. Okay. And uh, we had this kid at my school who was obsessed with motorbikes. So him and his friends would just Sweet. make motorbike noises all the time. And <laughs> pre- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretend they were motorbikes. Yeah. And there was these heaps of piles of sand and rubble that they were, yeah. and they'd run over them like they were doing dirt bike <laughs> tricks. <laughs> and God, that's <laughs> so <laughs> cute. That is so cute. <laughs> we are the crusty demons. <laughs> You're 15 yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did What's a loop. What's wrong with you? To see that, I did a loop. <laughs> All right, to it Danielle. was when Monster Energy was big. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, to Danielle, when Jack first started working at the project, he was reheating his lunch in the staff microwave. It was pasta and it was frozen. The plan was he was going to cook it for one minute, stir it, then cook it for another minute. Mm-hmm. As he was doing this, Walid Ali came in with his lunch. Jack got a bit starstruck and when the first minute finished, he took 
his lunch out, and Waleed then put his in. Instead of standing there and just waiting, Jack just went back to his desk and ate semi-frozen pasta for lunch. Yeah or nah? Yeah. <laughs> no questions needed. Please ask some questions. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I know that's how you do those frozen pasta things. Which what flavour did you get since what flavour? Um, I was pasta that I had from home. Yep. And it was just like kind of a standard like tomato sauce and it was like onions and mushrooms in there. All right, now this sounds fake. <laughs> Can you even buy those frozen ones like that? Is it frozen? I don't yeah, know. I didn't buy like he a made packet it. frozen thing. Frozen. I made a big bowl of pasta at my house oh. that I was eating for the week and then I froze like little tubs of it and I and brought you, them into work. You did that with a minute break a minute. Well, I'd stir it for a minute and then stir it around and see if it was still warm at the end. A minute seems like a short amount to make it warm. Now I've got yeah, way that's more why questions. You stir it up and then put Minimum it in for three minutes. You never put anything in. Sorry, just a life hack for you. Yeah. <laughs> never put anything in the microwave for less than three minutes. Pasta, that's not going to heat up in a minute. Sorry. I'm not eating frozen stuff all the time. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay, but also when it's a new microwave, you're not always sure how hot it, how like powerful. That's it is. true. It is a new. You want to go three minutes, stink up the staff kitchen. That's true. You're the new guy who burnt pasta. I I reckon I just keep an eye on it. You can tell when it's like, you know, starting mm. to get there. Yeah, you always yeah. does a little bit of like keep an a eye on something in the microwave. Or something, like yeah. a little keep an eye on it. All right. Um, why were you start particularly starstruck by Waleed Ali? It's. I don't know if starstruck is the exact word. It's more just like, like bit starstruck, but also just like he's an in charge person here and I'm very new and I don't know what. I was very uh, like afraid that people would just figure out I had no idea what I was doing and I just didn't want to like talk for too long. I didn't know what I was meant to say to him or anything. And I was just kind of like, just felt very, very anxious in his presence generally. Okay. So, so that kind of just kitchen it's like i feel like talking to anyone in an office kitchen when you're new there is sort of a hell on earth and then yeah. in addition to that like someone who's an important person was like just like oh i just got to get out of here and i i work there as well and i do there is a presence that both walid and carrie have like yeah. they're very lovely but i if i, I pass them in the hall i don't talk to them because i'm like that's 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 the talent and i've been <laughs> on the other side and i'm still like no i'm not going to talk to them that's they're famous all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he does have a presence while in okay. LA. He's got, he's got a presence. Okay. I'm going to say yeah. You are incorrect. It was not true. Yeah. Point there for Jack. God damn it. I knew that pasta <laughs> microwave <laughs> sounded weird. <laughs> but yeah. God damn it. But then you started talking about being anxious and I was like, yeah, that, that does sound out. like Jack. <laughs> that does check out. <laughs> You meet a gold logie winner. I'd get a big yeah. cake. Yeah. <laughs> but that, you agree with my thing? Like they do have a presence in that office. Like they're like, oh. yeah, no. And it's like it's. I don't think it's them doing anything. No. I think it's just everyone else is kind of just. Oh. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I don't like. I don't like how television warps. Yeah. How you see people? Because there's Very a guy strange. whose job it is to get them drinks. He does other stuff. But he, like in the meeting, he'll go do, do an orange juice or something like that, and just, just, them. just them, and he'll go out, and then he'll come back with the drink just for them, and the rest of us sitting there going, "All right, yep, cool. Well, I know how to get my mm. own orange juice, but that's it's a weird 
we yeah. think. You can't get up, go get it in the meeting, though. You no. can't really leave the <laughs> meeting room to go get your orange juice if you want to. What, you whistle? No. At the end of the round, the scores are I am still on two points. Jack is on four points. Danielle on four points. But now in the lead on six points is Stu Dolman. Oh, hello. Hello. He's come to play with hello millions there. of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is our final round. It's called Who Who. Who, who. In this round, I'll read out 10 questions about all four of us. I'm included. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your name's your buzz. You get a point if you get it right, a point off if you get it wrong. Only round you can lose points. Question one is this. Who really wants to have a cat but is allergic to them? Jack. Yes, Jack. Uh, is it you, Josh? No, it's Danielle Walker. Danielle's allergic to cats. Oh. Yeah, sorry. I just, I just went in the house sat in Tassie for two weeks um, really? and they had a cat. Yeah. That's nice. It was so fun. Um, and they, they had a cat and I was taking my antihistamines every day, but I still, I love the cat too much. I was picking it up mm. and like hugging it. And if I put my head near its head, it would like headbutt me and like rub its head on oh, my no. head and stuff. Um, and it would like meow when it wanted me to pick it up. And, uh, because I was giving it so much like pats and love and putting my face on its face, um, the antihistamines really weren't doing. <laughs> uh, well, I guess they were doing what they were supposed to do. I guess if you're allergic to something, you're not supposed to sort of like yeah. hug it close to you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I'd like my throat kept closing, like closing a lot and I had to keep taking like we wow. had to go buy like a puffer wow. and I had to go to a different room and my eyes would swell over so I couldn't see um, and then I'd do that every day. <laughs> but you yourself were also meowing to the cat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were. Was, oh, my favourite one is um, uh, I'd so I did uh, empty chairs from Les Miserables all in meows, but then I also <laughs> was doing, for some reason, like the American national anthem, like <laughs> meow, 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 meow. <laughs> Is that the national anthem? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know what the tune was Spangled and Jono yeah, was yeah. like, That's, why are you me- meowing that? Even though I know this didn't happen, I was imagining the cat was saluting. Big Paul. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Question two. Who recently had an awkward encounter with their local barista when they were seen with a different cafe coffee cup? Jack. Yes, Jack. Was that Stu? Yes, it was. Put the check. Hey, cheating. Yeah, did it feel like you were cheating? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a yeah, like a bit of a North Fitzroy coffee shop hussy. Um, I kind of like just go around to all the coffee shops. I go to Peter Monty's. I go to t- Clay Pod or Tin Pod, whatever. Yeah, Tin Pod. Uh, the Letter Vu Dench sometimes, and then there's this other one. Um, and I used to go in there because she would. They would open at seven in the morning. But then their coffee isn't very good, yeah. but they're open at seven in the morning. So then they saw me at like eight thirty, nine o'clock in the morning one, one day that I wasn't working. And I had a coffee cup from Clay Pot or Tin Pot, whatever. I can't always forget. Anyway, and, um, and she looks at the cup and she's like, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I just like, felt so dirty, you know. <laughs> When I used to work at the radio, there were three cafes right by Triple R there. Yep. And they've all got different specialties. Why? Like one's the friendliest service. Yep. And it's great. Is that the one di- like directly across the tram line? <clears throat> so there's Milkwood, there's yep. New Day Rising, yep, and yep, the one yep. called Piano Piano. Yep. Uh, the people at Piano Piano, lovely, yep. lovely, lovely guys, but their coffee and food is not great. Okay. Milkwood, the food was great. Yep. Coffee, not great. Mm. Yep. But New Day Rising was the best coffee, but the... Most kind of 
East Brunswick kind of service, like just not caring, just yeah, not yeah. even breaking their own conversation when yeah. they're serving you. And yeah. it's just that thing of like Brutal. going. So you just go. They know you want it. Yeah. Do yeah. I want to get a good coffee and have a bad experience? <laughs> yeah, or yeah, do yeah. I want to have a nice time and, and yeah. drink something that doesn't taste as good? Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's finding a coffee shop is a constant weighing up of, you know, what you have to deal with to get that coffee. Right. That's why I really like clay, tin, clay pot. Yeah. <laughs> tin pot. <laughs> yeah, tin pot. Because they, they're really nice and the coffee is pretty quick. Dench, if that's, you know, it's always so busy and it's like the nest of boomers. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they all come from there. Getting and then the one that I saw you bread. at, Jack, uh, that, what's that, Ludovie or something like that? Oh, uh, is it North Island? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. North, North Island? Island? Something. North that's Island a great, food. that's a great coffee shop. I go yeah, there every day. <laughs> Yeah, it's real good. Anyone not in Melbourne has just switched off by now. That's <laughs> yeah. all right. Yeah. I don't care. Okay, question three. Who played competitive chess in primary school? Stu. Yes, Stu. I say you. No, it was Jack. Hey. Jack yeah, I, I was going to absolutely yeah. say that. Sounds <laughs> like a very Jack thing to tweet. He asked played chess or what boy was obsessed with Roald Dahl. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you, that, oh, so it wasn't in one of your shows, Jack, uh, Jack and the Giant Peach. That's oh the, my these God. Are all lies. <laughs> Was it? Was it? No, was it? No, it was Adventure Peach or some shit. Yeah, it was Adventure Peach. It was a story <laughs> that involved everybody, an and a peach. Everybody associated with Roald Dahl yeah, without was the, meaning to. The BF Druce. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the big friendly Druce. <laughs> uh, next question. Who was recently betrayed because they misread the title of their book and thought there would be 90 more facts about ants? So who's betrayed because they misread the title of their book and thought there would be 90 Stu. more. Yes, Stu. Josh. No, it was Danny God Earl. damn it. Nah. <laughs> I'm down. I'm, I've lost my two points. Nah. thought it was 100 ant facts. Yeah, I thought I was reading an article called 100 ant facts, only 10 ant facts. Rude. <laughs> uh, didn't you, you have a bit about this. I should have. Yeah. <laughs> well, you think I'm stealing <laughs> Jack's <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the smelly ant bit. They, they carry dead got, ant. Yeah, I got so many ant facts, all of them. Yeah. Interesting little creatures. Yeah, I'm really into bees right now. That's yeah. I'm, I'm researching a lot into bees. Got what to, look, are, what, got to look after Give me bees. a fact about them. Um, if you pay a bee, like minimum wage, like the, like a jar of honey would cost you thousands of dollars because they work so hard for hours and hours and their whole lifespan, <laughs> their whole lifespan, they'd make a quarter of a teaspoon of honey in their lifespan. They live for about six weeks. Some can live for a bit longer, but yeah, and they work and they work and they work for hours and hours and hours. And yeah, a jar of honey would cost thousands of dollars. That's not a tangible <laughs> <laughs> way to think about it. <laughs> yeah, but we are, it's like we are kind of taking advantage of them a little bit. What else are they doing? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you Um, just say that they'll work that hard anyway? (laughs) I think it's wastage if we don't. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Um, Also, the fact that uh, beekeepers manipulate hives to sell more queen bees. Mm. So what they do is um, when a queen bee will die, the the hive will go, oh, okay, so we've got to make another queen bee, right? So they'll germinate a queen genome or whatever. whatever. And then, but then the the beekeeper will go, oh, I'm going to give them five or six queens that they have to feed and grow up and make whatever. And then the bees are like, what? Oh, okay, we'll just make them all grow, I guess. And then they'll work really, really hard to get these six, um, you know, these bees happening. Then the day before the, the queens hatch, beekeepers will take out five and leaving only one. So then the hive will go, we just lost five queens. <laughs> we got one, I guess. <laughs> you know, imagine how stressful that is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry. I just, I can't imagine them being stressed. There are social, there are social. That's what that noise is. It's not the buzzing of a bass. We lost all our You know, ants, ants sometimes they'll, same thing. So it depends on like, I guess like, I don't really know the proper terms for this, but basically they'll hatch like a bunch of queen ants or something and then they'll – so they only want one queen ant, so they'll slowly kill off the other wow. queen ants. They'll kill them off. But then sometimes they get too murderous and accidentally kill all the queen ants <laughs> and then without any queen what? ants the colony <laughs> dies. Oh, my. That's crazy. That's oh, like – okay, man. so you've got – so it's almost like the, the queen – no, the, 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 the army is like a militarily run society. You'd say the army ants really run run the roost, not really the queen, yeah. They're not really army ants. Okay, just but they're soldier ants. It's just yeah, I guess so. They just sort of go forage for food and stuff. <laughs> so it's like the I whole thing. You might have watched too much of the movie Ants <laughs> <laughs> or Bugs Life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just like a the colony dies just because it's like a yeah like a, a rostering issue. Yeah, basically. I guess like, so. Are you murdering the queen? <laughs> or should I do that? Oh, I'll just do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't really know. What, I guess because I guess she. I can't remember exactly. I think it's something about the fact that she, like, gives birth to all of the new babies or whatever. Yeah. Mm, mm. Or um, she fertilizes the... Yeah, yeah she does yeah. something like that. What's the lifespan of an ant, then? I don't know, but they keep on bringing new ones in, I guess. But if, I guess if you don't have bring one... Bringing the new ones. Well, I should have done more research. <laughs> yeah, if I only there were 90 more facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question. Who had to stop a festival show once because a teenager in the front row power vomited? Jack? Yes, Jack. Uh, was it you? Yes, it was me. Hey. Playing for Jack, yes. Jack's at the lead. Oh had, had to stop, oh, yeah. God. It was a Wednesday night and there was hardly, there was like 20 people in the room. What did he do? What just did he eat? Sat, he had a curry, at, oh. at funky curry on Yuck. Burke Street and he just vomited Yuck. massively. And I thought he was drunk at the start. Did you so find like, out what restaurant? Yeah, funky curry. Oh, funky yeah. curry, okay. I'll name and shame. No, <laughs> but he uh, vomited and then because he wanted to come back in to the show because he bought a ticket. And I had to stop the show and the cleaners came in. And I was lucky enough that I could move oh. my entire audience to the other side of the room. It was in the Regent Room at uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in Town yeah. Hall. And so the vomit, I did that room. Yeah, the vomit yeah, was yeah. just there in the very front. And then the cleaners came in and cleaned it up. And oh. I was just performing to one side of the room oh, and yuck. talking to the cleaners and then trying to go on with it, knowing that, oh, well, there's a show after me and I've got to you gotta do, do the yeah. show. And so then I got a, a letter from someone in the audience saying I should have been friendlier to the cleaners who came in, even though I did thank them and kind of talk to them and then let them get their job, do their job. And he's like, oh, yeah, it was disappointing you weren't, weren't nicer to the, to the cleaners. That well, you what? weren't? Yeah, that I wasn't, even though I was doing the show. But you've kind of just got to say thank you and move on. You, yeah. got, mm. you got a letter? You got content to get through. Yeah. You got a letter? Yeah. They what, wrote, a handwritten letter? A handwritten letter. They wrote an, into the festival. That is so... And then so, the festival gave it that to is me. Inc- that is incredibly it's, whacked out great. behavior. But also that night people were like going, is that part of the show? Was that all part of it? I'm like, how am I <laughs> going to get a 16-year-old to vomit every single night? And he even said, I was going to vomit in my bag, but I've got my school books in there. Yeah. And then I didn't want to wreck them. <laughs> and I'm like, oh you could have. That would have been fine. If he had time to think about unzipping a school bag to yeah. vomit in it. Yeah. Surely he had time to get up and leave. and leave the room or at least get to the back You don't of the want to room. miss a jail show. Right? <laughs> <laughs> get on the seat. Well, yeah, I did that room like the, the, this year as well. And we had a, like, it's, Pommy Fist was always something weird that happens. Yeah. Always something. And I had one where like it was the last show and I said, there's a literally line is like, and me, well, I really need comfort right now. You know? And then two people stand up and walk out. <laughs> like, people thought it was planned. 
They were like, wow, that's like perfect timing. And I was like, I need... Co- yep, great. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. like, it's such a nice venue. And I feel like it's one of the few venues at the Comedy Festival where like... It just being drenched in vomit, like, would seem out of place. Yeah. Like, I feel like I've done so many festival <laughs> yeah. shows where it's like... Oh, it's got the nice chandelier in the, yeah. in the middle yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. It would suck to be the next axe through that room because yeah. that room's going to smell like vomit now oh, it for was a while. so bad. Mm. Like, and because it was right in front of me as well. Like, who was, was after you? Who was after me that year? Uh, Adam, Adam Vincent. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, who now is in the UK. Okay. Yeah, so it was Hannah, me, then Adam Vincent. That's yep. the show. All right, next question. Who recently bought a car off their ex? Danielle. Yes, Danielle. Stu. You are correct. Here's the point there Boom. for Danielle. I was yes. like, who has an ex <laughs> that I know? <laughs> Jack doesn't drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he rode his bike here. Yeah. Yeah, saw that. Do you have a license? You don't have your license. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, my ex-girlfriend, uh, she just moved to the UK and uh, she, to be with her new partner. And we're still kind of friends because I'm friends with all my ex-girlfriends and I bought a car off her. Cool. Yeah, it's like got a great deal, less than 100,000 Ks, Hyundai Get. <laughs> 2009, of course I'm going to pick up that deal. <laughs> Next question. Who here didn't finish high school? Stu. Yes, Stu. I'm going to say Jack Truce. You are correct. Yeah, it's point there for Stu. Yeah, now who's the nerd? <laughs> oh, you fucking nerd. <laughs> in a way. Oh, please, I want to do good in the HSC. <laughs> now who's cool? Yeah, yeah rock and roll, baby. Yeah. All right, question eight. Whose surname was wiped off the census? That was someone tagging me in a post. Yeah. Whose surname was wiped off the census? It's back on, but it's it was wiped off. Uh, dunno. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to buzz in then. Uh, Jack? Yes, Jack. Uh, you. No, it was Stu Dolman, the Dolman. Yeah, that's the right. The Dolman yeah. name. Yeah, the Do- uh, there was a census in the UK in, the, I think it was like the 1800s, and uh, they changed it to Dolman, instead of Dolman, and then, yeah, our surname didn't like exist in the UK for 30 years. Oh, wow. The original, and then they found it, and they found it, and they fixed it. <laughs> All right, question nine. Whose friends in year 12 organised a school dance fundraiser with a local nightclub that was in no way at all affiliated with the school, and they just kept all the money? Stu. Yes, Stu. Danielle. No, it was me. Oh! <laughs> that was me, but I would like to say I was not involved. It was my friends did this, and I was saying, this is a bad idea. You're going to get caught. And there were even people in my friendship group who were 18, so you could... This is fraud. I don't think it is. Mm. But they rang up. Sort of is. They rang up and said, oh, yeah, we're from Heli College and we would like to put a fundraiser on, just as a dance, mm. and uh, can we hire the thing? And they said, yeah, for the school, we'll give it to you for nothing. So the nightclub in Bernie gave them for nothing. And they just kept all the money. <laughs> and <laughs> that was their summit. So it was ending, finishing year 12, going off to uni, and they started, the three guys started with, Hundreds of dollars the start of their summer wow. holidays. <laughs> wow. It's good. Yeah. That's it's good. smart. So there you go. If you're in year 12 now, try yeah. and do that. Okay. And last question. Who made up that they host a podcast just so they could talk to a comedian they liked? Danielle. Yes, Danielle. Drews. You are correct. Hey. Yes, support there for Danielle. Yeah. Uh, who was the comedian? Uh, it was a com- American comedian called Dave Hill. Yes. Who was, uh, I'm a big fan of, but he was doing like that showcase, American showcase thing at the comedy festival. Yeah. And um, I had been doing a podcast for a while and then I'd stopped and I still had all the gear. And I was like, oh, it'd be cool to talk to Dave Hill. And I sort of just like, 
I could have a podcast. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this could be the first episode, maybe. Who cares? So I just did him up and said, hey, I do a podcast, John. And I did it, and it was cool to meet him, but I think it was like uh, he was in that thing where, because what he does is very sort of surreal and weird and like slow paced and sort of music stuff. And he was just in a lineup show with a bunch of like very like clubby comedians. Yep. So I think he was just having a terrible time at all the shows. And so it's just like, doing these rough shows like far away from home so it was just like at the time when I'm like I really really like this guy and I just like met him at his hotel and he was just like so depressed so we talked <laughs> oh. for like <laughs> 25 minutes and it was like I don't know how long it was but um yeah it just left me so bummed out because I was like very new and excited into like I'm gonna be yeah. a comedian this is gonna be great this, I really admire this guy and I'm like fuck this is what it is I <laughs> <laughs> got an insight yeah. early <laughs> He does a great episode with Malcolm Gladwell on Malcolm Gladwell's yeah. podcast. Yeah, it's great. At the end of the show, the scores are me on two points. Still Woo. have never won my own podcast. Jack Drews on four points. Stu Dolman on four points. But our winner on six points is Danielle Walker. Because you win, Danielle, you get to promote whatever you want to plug first. Got any shows coming up? I don't know um, what there is to plug, I guess. Uh, my podcast, Batch Bitch, if you want to hear me die as I listen to The Bachelor, <laughs> I watch The Bachelor. Um, do you and, not watch it? Well, no, do I this? do watch it now. Um, and it is one of them. I cannot believe how boring a show can be. Mm. With <laughs> editing and you're like, they just cut the rest of a sentence off. You can mm. tell somebody who's going to say something else and then they just cut it off to make it sound like they said something Worse, you're like, what is happening? Mm. How are people getting annoyed at people on this show? I can tell that that lady was going to be going to go on to say something. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know if people in, well, no, people enjoy it. People enjoy <laughs> us hating it, but uh, I end up with severe anxiety at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> batch bitch. <laughs> Sorry, can I show a TV inside about the Bachelor? So yes. I thought it was very funny because so we, Josh was talking before about working on the project. There, we interviewed one of the people who was kicked off the project off the uh, off the Bachelor. Yeah, and it was um, like. There was an episode where it was a big scandal where one of them had called The Bachelor a dog cunt. Yes, Monique. <laughs> yeah, so it was that person. And so they're obviously talking about that, but in a sort of roundabout way where they don't have to say cunt on the show. Yeah. Where they can't say cunt on the show. And one of the hosts had said the word, like, shunt in some sort of weird innuendo way to get about around that. So I was just in the sort of main office building and one of the, like, <laughs> like head people who is in charge of everything, like, ran in, a, in like a panic on the radio who's just like analysing the interview and because this is before it goes live to air and they went, all right, we can use the word shunt as long as it doesn't sound like cunt. What? And then <laughs> everyone else kind of as one were like, but it definitely does though. That's why it was said. And then she was like, all ah, right, right, okay. <laughs> the Bachelor on the show kept on saying, dog, see you next Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. So many times and I was like, Oh, just beep it. We yeah. know what yeah. you say. Just say the word. Yeah. You become you, less attractive by refusing to say the word. Her defense. If you don't know what that means as well, then that person just sounds insane. Like, yeah. dog, see you next Tuesday. It's just this yeah. random yeah. series. Of, mm. <laughs> Beautiful, intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> what of that bitch saying? Her defense was that she was pretending she was uh, Trent from Punchy. Do you remember that? Was it that old YouTube? Yeah, yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. That's, um, what's his name from Soulmates? Yeah. But, but that's what her, I, we were just doing a bit of role playing of that. That was her oh. defense. It's great, great defense. <laughs> 
Uh, Jack, up. Um, where can people see you? Uh, if you want, I did a uh, recorded an album of my stand-up that's on Spotify now. So there's, uh, and then there's another thing of on there of like recordings from a while ago. So if you want to hear me do stand-up, it's all on Spotify now. So go listen to that, please. Type in Jack Drews, and the album's called Kitchen Bird. Kitchen Bird, yes. Kitchen Bird. Mm. Not listen. The BF Drews. That's next year. <laughs> <laughs> Roald Dahl aficionado. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dolman. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. No, I've got a podcast with my mum called After Dinner with the Dolmans, and uh, it's real fun. We just chat about our lives and for 45 minutes to an hour every week. And what day does it come out? What day? Yeah. Um, we kind of mix it up. Oh, good. But, uh, <laughs> um, no, we don't we, see each other all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, we, try once a, we do once a week. So yeah. once a week, once every one and a half weeks. Uh, yeah. After doing with the Dolphins on Spotify, iTunes, and the worldwide internet. Awesome. Hey, if you're listening to this and you're in Melbourne, get a ticket to the live shows happening in November and December. I know it's a long way away, but the tickets are almost sold out. So get really? in quick. Yeah. And I'll go to joshua.com.au for all the tickets. Uh, season pass for $75, which a lot of you have done that. So we'll be seeing wow. every seven weeks or every week for seven weeks. And uh, also tickets are just $15 if you just can't commit to all seven, 3 p.m. at Sundays at the Catfish. Hey, Great. thanks for playing. This has been really fun. Until next time. Bye. God, <laughs> this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. <laughs> we used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.